This is Bluebird Integrative Pediatrics Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry Standing. Join me as I connect with other professionals whose work parallels my own. Parents wonder if they have what it takes to make their kids healthy. I believe that they do. Tune in while I talk to my guests as we explore integrative and functional medicine topics as they relate to kids. I'm here today with Melissa Clark Wharf from Courage League Sports. And I just have so much admiration for you and what you've done. And I really want to talk about that today and, and about how, what you do to help kids be healthier. And how did, how did you start this out? Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. And it's an honor and pleasure. So, uh, so it's a real personal story to me, uh, how Courage League began. So my son, Jack, when he was eight years old, he had six strokes. And after we kind of got through his rehab and kind of figuring out what our new norm or his new norm would be, Um, you know, he wasn't going to be fully functioning anymore. So he was left with some cognitive delays, lost the right use of his right side of his body, wasn't able to run anymore. But what didn't change, you know, he was only eight, nine years old as we started kind of figuring out, as I said, his new norm is what was going to work for him to be active. Uh, Because he wanted to still play baseball. He still Mm -hmm. wanted to do everything that he was doing before. And he didn't quite understand why he couldn't. Uh Uh-huh. And so I started looking into opportunities around the greater Des Moines area, and they're very limited. Uh, There are some great organizations out there, but some were only you could have an intellectual disability to participate. Some were you could only have a physical disability. Um, And I'm like, well, he can't be the only kid that has a couple things going on out there. And I think also I was pretty naive at the time about the numbers of kids in our community affected. While I was sitting there at the different therapy places, uh, watching him go through all his rehabilitation, there's like new kids every day. Yeah. Every day. I uh-huh. was seeing new faces, new things going on. And number one, I was really upset with myself of how naive I was to it. Uh-huh. And then I was put into this position as a mom of a special needs child. And uh, it was just overwhelming almost. And what conversations did you have with other parents at that time? Were they feeling the same way? Yeah. I mean, just like, what can we do? What's out there? Mm -hmm. How can we make our kids feel normal? Yeah. You know, um, Mm -hmm. because they're still kids. And that's something, Uh a concept that we carry on here at Courage League is reminding everybody they're still kids. They may have Mm -hmm. X and X and X going on, but Mm -hmm. you know, they're still kids. Yes. Um, So Courage League really developed from that um, drive and passion, I guess, of wanting to make a difference and wanting something for Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other kids. So I had to leave for about six months with them. He had a, a series of leg surgeries. So we left for six months, went up to Minnesota. Um, and I really spent that time looking into starting a nonprofit and then looking at the numbers. And the numbers were astounding. So over 28,000 kids in our community, another 22,000 adults are affected. In Des Moines? Just in Greater Des Moines, oh like a 30 goodness. to 40 mile radius. Yeah. So it was, uh, those numbers were probably triple almost quadruple what my husband and I thought they were when we were kind of starting that's this up. Unbelievable. So that's yeah. really where, mm-hmm. where this, you know, began. Mm-hmm. So how did you start? <laughs> really? Uh, we spent about nine months working on the nonprofit paperwork, uh, yeah. <laughs> filling that out, trying to figure out hundreds of pages of that. But during the course of that time, while we we're waiting to hear responses and doing that, I just started trying to make connections in the community. I grew up here in Des Moines. I'm a Roosevelt high school grad. Um, University of Iowa graduate. So I'm, I'm an Iowan. Um, yeah. And so really, I went around to 
companies in Des Moines, people just started sharing what we were looking to do. Mm-hmm. And I kind of told everybody, I'll be back. You yeah. know? <laughs> and you didn't um, give up. And I didn't give up. Um, mm-hmm. And so we finally got our nonprofit status November of 2012. And we began programming right then. Mm-hmm. So we made some partnerships with the YMCA um, and we were able to kind of do some startup pieces at the YMCA in Waukee. But the thing is, it's just like everything else, getting gym time and getting what I like to call prime time was difficult. Our first session was Saturday nights at 7.30 p.m. Oh, yeah. That's right. And late for kids. It yeah. is. But we took it and we had families that came out. You know, it was small but mighty. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, we just kind of started to build from there. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people reached out to me about collaborating and sharing their spaces. But again, it was about that prime time mm-hmm. is what I like to call it. You know, everybody wants Tuesday at five o'clock. Well, we wanted Tuesday at five o'clock. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so that's what really drove us to get our, here, our facility here in mm-hmm. Urbandale and start with that. Because we wanted to do our programs when we wanted to do it. And we wanted them specifically for our kids and our adults. Yeah. So that's kind of how we started. And when did this open? Uh, we opened this in the end of November. The first part in 2013, we started our programming. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, we signed a lease in August and we're going like five months later. So, Talk about what programs you have here and the kind of opportunities that families and kids have. Yeah, really our programs have just continued to grow um, in our offerings. When I first started, I really thought we were just going to do sports because that's what Jack wanted, right? <laughs> you know, we're just going to do basketball and soccer and baseball and love every minute. But, you know, more parents started coming in, more families started coming in and asking about different things. And we started testing some new things. So we started like fitness programs, but you know, they're different. We're not coming to, you know, um, kickboxing. You're coming to Ninja Power. Yeah. Gladiator (laughs) training. So those are kind of the different spins we put on our classes. Uh, We did as a group, you know, so so we really wanted to make it kid friendly, different. And really it's about kind of creating that story or that facade, Mm -hmm. if you will, for the kids that, Hey, we're going to come in and we're going to be ninjas tonight. We're going to be gladiators. We're going to be superheroes, whatever, Uh you know, kind of story we pick for the night to go with that. So that's how uh, some of a lot of our programs um, started. So like we have a kickboxing class, but it's called Ninja Power. We have um, saber training. So we use lightsabers, but we use pool noodles that we put on some PVC pipe that we found on Pinterest. So we homemade lightsabers that are safer, but we're doing saber training and we're doing a lot of aerobic exercise, core exercises. We have a tumbling class that we do. And then we do sports and team sports. Uh, And then just recently, we added some fine arts. So about um, a year ago, I had an intern look up some information about what's available to kids with special needs in the greater Des Moines area. How many programs are available to a child that's not affected? So there's like over 100 opportunities for kids without special needs, you know, Uh dance, music, art, whatever it might be. For kids with special needs in Des Moines, there's less than 10. Mm-hmm. So that really drove me to go, okay, we need to do more. Yeah. You know, how can we really use our space effectively? Um, and so we started to kind of plan it out a little bit more. We brought in a wonderful staff member that has that passion and that talent. Mm-hmm. And so we just started an arts program, art classes, we have drama classes, and then we have music and movement classes. So we're excited about that growth there. The other thing that we just added was a swimming pool. So we have a swim spa swimming pool here. Um, we started with swimming um, probably about six months in. We started swimming lessons and used other partners in the area. But again, it's about prime time. Mm-hmm. Um, the pools were a little bit overwhelming for our kids and the noise factors and different things that factor in. So our pool um, is now here. We have a swim spa pool. 
It's about nine by 13 feet, four feet deep, kept at 90 degrees. So it's at a very therapeutic water setting and then they can get right in and we work on water safety. You know, we go at their, at their pace. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's just a kind of few ideas of what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. I just love how you make kids feel like they have power and control. That just feels really, I, I think about a little boy that I saw in the ER one night. He was really weak and tiny and he had glass, really thick glasses. And mm-hmm. I went in to see him and he said, you probably don't know this about me, but at midnight I turn into a saber toothed tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing that with, you're letting kids have that imagination and you're respecting them for who they are and that they're individuals yeah. and kids. And it's just so important. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's really important because, you know, I think one thing that I found, you know, one thing we get questioned a lot is about how inclusive are we? Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, we have a gr- lot of great volunteer opportunity. There's a big plug for that here, but mm-hmm. we have volunteer opportunities. But the more I've done this, the longer we do this, we feel strongly that the kids need to figure out what their bodies can do yeah. and what they can do with their bodies. And give them that space and that time to figure that out and show them. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the biggest barrier are parents because they're, you know, they're protecting. I'm mama bear with Jack, so yeah. I get it. You got to protect them. But the parents are like, oh, they can't do this. They can't do that. But we're showing them that they can. And we're working with them with what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the kids are feeling more confident in themselves and able to go to school and now participating in gym class in their own way where they're sitting to the side or they're out at recess getting more engaged, mm-hmm. you know, or their behaviors are improving because they have an outlet for movement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm all for inclusion and think it's very important, but we really have to give everybody the opportunity yeah. to let themselves shine and uh-huh. figure out what they're going to do with their bodies because they're on overload uh-huh. on top of, you know, if you have a 14 year old kid, you know, this better than I do. Mm-hmm. Their hormones are raging. Yeah, their bodies are on fire and then they've got other things going on with their disability. Mm-hmm. So it's just a whole lot to take in and figure out. And, you know, that's what I hope Courage League is helping them do. Do you have some individual like, like stories? You know, yeah. we're four and a half years old now. So we've seen some kids growing up, you know, they're getting tall, you know, all yeah. those things like you were just this big. <laughs> but, um, you know, we have a little girl that barely walked, wasn't talking very well. Um, and really the prognosis for is just to be, you know, kind of that way, but not only just with Courage League, but, but what her parents have done for her, mm-hmm. you know, and kept her going. And, but that's where I think Courage League comes in as a compliment to what's going on at home. If they're in therapies or doing different things, it gives that release for kids to get out. But we, you know, she's walking independently now and oh she can goodness. carry on a conversation um, I think that's one thing I've underestimated the most is like the social piece that this brings also besides the physical movement. Um, in fact, we have, we start all our classes with stretching and we mm-hmm. call it social stretching. So we all oh. get in a circle, we have to say our names or attempt to say our names. And then we might choose what's our favorite ice cream or what's uh-huh. our favorite superhero, finding something yeah. age appropriate with them. But I think that has helped also with them using their words you know, working on their speech, language development, working on physical movement with all of that. Um, We have a gentleman, he's an older gentleman, but he just by coming here three times a week, 30 minutes, he's here playing basketball, you know, just shooting hoops, goes in our bike room and bikes a little bit. Um, He's lost over 47 pounds. Oh my goodness. You know, and really not a whole lot of change besides just adding that physical movement. Mm -hmm. Same with our kids is uh, we have another, um, Let's see. Another young lady had challenges with her weight 
just got her moving, you know, people were putting her into uh, different health clubs and putting her on a treadmill. Well, that's boring. We yeah. hit that, right? <laughs> so just getting here playing and doing different things. She, she lost like 20 pounds, oh my goodness. looking great, feeling good about herself. And she's like, yeah, and I still get to eat what I want, you know, <laughs> so, but she's just gotten more opportunity and less screen time. Yes. <laughs> so. And I'm big on screen time. Yeah, me too. And I also think we forget about like exercise is one of the best antidepressants. Mm -hmm. So just for mood, right, really makes a very big difference. Right. And those are those are words that we don't use. We don't use exercise. We don't use fitness here. Yeah. We're just here playing. You're playing. We're playing. And isn't in the you can do karaoke when you're riding the bikes, is that right? Yeah, we have a carry we have a biking room. So it's all stationary bikes. They're all recumbent bikes, so they give the support. We have arm bikes as well. Uh -huh. Um, and then we have a big TV screen up there. We do karaoke biking. <laughs> and so I'd like to do that. It's, it's quite a hoot. So before we had that, you know, they're only biking 10 or 15 minutes, which was awesome. But now they're sitting in there 30, 35 minutes. Because it's just fun. They forget oh, their biking. Oh, and they're just singing at the top of their lungs. And talk about that room with the drumming, with the light comes up through. The yeah, so we do. Um, so over 60% of our kids coming in are on the autism spectrum. So we really tried, tried to tune into more sensory friendly activities. So we have an activity that we call sensory drumming. And so uh, we use just exercise balls, just clear exercise balls, and we have a spotlight on them, different colors, and they glow in the dark, if you will. Um, and then we put um, some black lighting in in place of some of our lighting in the room. And then we have fluorescent drumsticks. And so you have a whole lot going on there besides getting the rock out to music and moving different directions. But we also, you know, that sensory piece, that kind of cause and effect. And their, their shirts glow, their shoes glow, you know, whatever it might be. It's really neat. Thank yeah. you. Tell us how people find out about you, how they find out about your programming. Um, so we're, we have a website. It's couragelysports.com. And also you can follow us on Facebook for different things going on with us as well. Um, we do have a location now in Ankeny. Um, it's smaller than our Urbandale location, but we have that open as well. Uh, and then we try to do a lot of community events as well. So we're, last Saturday, we just did a pool party at Holiday Park Pool in West Des Moines. And we have another one coming in July where we closed the pool down to the public. And it was just for the special needs community. Oh. We had over 200 come. It's a great night. But yeah, if you just follow us on Facebook or look us up on CourageLeagueSports.com, you'll see all of our information. And all of our classes are drop-in, so you don't have to register. We have a few things you have to register, obviously, swimming lessons and some of our team sports items. But really, we want it to be simple for our families because everything's already a challenge. So we just, you know, if Tuesday night didn't work this week, you can come Wednesday and we make it work for you too. So, And we divide up all of our programs by age groups and then abilities. Uh -huh. And people can be members or they can pay by the mm -hmm. event or something? Yeah, so we have, we have a couple, a uh, few different options. We have a family membership, which includes like the entire family. So mm -hmm. if you only have one child affected and you have a couple other kids, they're all welcome to be here participating. And that's $60 a month. We also have a 10 visit punch card, which is 10 punches for $70. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't charge for like respite providers, SCL providers, or grandparents coming in. It's just who's playing. We also have an adult monthly membership rate for a lot of our adults are in fixed income, so we do $30 a month. But I also want to let everybody know that we don't want money to be the barrier. Uh -huh. um, so we have some opportunities to work with families if needed. And so that's just kind of a more of a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me. But money, I don't want it to be the barrier for anybody yes, coming in right. here. And that's what my other part of my job is, is going out, 
seeking those resources to help support that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fundraising. Yeah, so if anybody wants to, yeah, if anybody wants donate to donate, money, they yeah, know how to get in touch with that's you, so you can go to CourageLakeSports.com yeah. as well for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. You've reached the end of another episode of Bluebird Integrative Pediatrics Radio with Dr. Sherry Standing. Thanks for listening. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website at bluebirdintegrativepediatrics.com. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a review at iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you. Thank you.